This speaker was recorded at an Addictive Eaters Anonymous workshop held in Christchurch, New Zealand in July 2019. For more information, visit www.aeainfo.org. I actually brought it along, just to remind me to stick to the topic, <laughs> which is, keep it simple, no it's not, it's actually 12 steps, isn't it? And I didn't do very much thinking about this, but what did occur to me is that um, we're here today because the organising committee has been practicing the 12th step. And they have made this event possible through giving their time and their effort and their skills um, to enable us all to be here together. And that is very much a big part of carrying the message, I believe. So our thanks need to go to them because if they didn't put themselves to do the work, we wouldn't be sitting here together. So that was all I thought about. <laughs> I've probably got another nine minutes. <laughs> um, so reflecting on what Carla and Sandra have spoken about. One thing that comes to mind is um, Carla mentioned that she came here because of her unmanageable life more than the weight. Um, when I came here, I thought I managed my life very well. <laughs> I had the problem with the, uh, my special problem that no one else in the whole wide world had, uh, which was this in secret craving food all the time, wanting to eat all the time, obsessed with food all day, every waking moment. And I thought that God had made a mistake when he made me. It wasn't my fault. It's God's mistake. I found that a bit puzzling. So that was the secret life and everything that went with it. Um, and over the years, um, was struggling to keep the weight off because I had the idea that if I was thin, I'd look all right. And then no one would know that I had this craving and this obsession with food. So I did the battle for many, many years of trying to keep the weight off. And um, in the meantime, you know, married, had children, ran other people's lives, and um, was very, very miserable. The last few years of my eating, um, I just felt hopeless. I felt despairing. I had a lot of guilt. 
because I wasn't living the way that I believed was the right way to live. Just a decent human being. Because of my dishonesty and my lying and the covering up of the food and stealing it and pretending. So it's pretty awful existence. So, you know, when I first came across um, the 12-step program, it was probably a year or two or three before I actually came here, and it was through Alcoholics Anonymous. I used to read, but I'm a reader. I used to read um, anything to do with alcoholism, <coughs> particularly um, autobiographies, and I totally identified with them. Totally identified. And um, I read the 12 steps, and I thought they were marvelous. And I tried to practice them before I got here. But you know, I wasn't going to do an inventory. No, 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 no. But I actually did try. I mean, I had no idea what the 12th step meant. Because I had no recovery. So, um, I was familiar, in a way, with the 12 steps when I got here. But I got here eventually through my pride, being a little dint in my pride, and having tried so many other things to control the weight, I came here um, to my very first meeting. And um, I'd had contact with a, a, a woman who was in recovery uh, twice before I got here. Uh, probably a month or two, I had written to Auckland to get contact number here, and I had rung, eventually rung this woman. She rang me, I can't remember how it happened. And she shared her story over the phone with me, and uh, I was gobsmacked, actually. <laughs> I'd never heard anything like it. And I felt quite sad for her. But I was also happy for her because she said she'd found a solution and she'd lost the weight. That was good. I'm not as bad as you, I said. I'm not as bad as you. And she told me all the stuff she did in the eating and all the rest of it. She wasn't doing it any longer through here and through AA. And uh, I thought it was wonderful for her. And I was happy for her that she found something to help her. And about two or three weeks later, I mean, I got off the phone and I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. two or three weeks later, she rang me. She was practicing the class. Yeah. How are you, Leonie? How's the way the doing? I was a lecturer at the time. Wonderful, I said. It's just great. Tell me a story again, I said. And I said, oh, well, I'm so pleased for you. But on the phone and kept on eating. And eventually I thought, I have to go and have a look at this meeting. And all I really <coughs> wanted was to get some, because I didn't even know there was a solution. Didn't have clothes. 
and um, so I came. To, I resigned from Wake Park Health, and I came to my first meeting, and probably as many people in this front row here were at that meeting, and there were a couple of men, and um, everyone shared about their eating. And, uh, and this girl was there. I was very keen to see it because she had a pretty horrific story. And I wanted to have a look at her because I had an image. I knew what she looked like in my mind. It wasn't a very nice image. And when she came in, I said hundreds of times, she looked like the Virgin Mary to me. <laughs> she had blonde hair down to her waist. She was tall. She was just taller than me, probably. And she was slim. And she talked about what it was like for her then, as opposed to what it had been like, which the rest, rest of the people in the room, including me, were still eating. I was very attracted to whatever it was she had in it. The weight was important, but it wasn't the weight any longer. It wasn't the weight any longer. It was the freedom from the guilt, freedom from the shame. And so, you know, she shared at that meeting, and then she sponsored me for a number of years. And she saved my life, and I have absolutely no doubt that she was instrumental in me getting here and staying here, because if she hadn't been in recovery, I would last for two or three weeks, because identification with the eating, yes. But if there'd been no solution, I would have just gone somewhere else. Um, never ever knowing that there was a solution. But coming here, those of us here have found a solution. And a big part of it is, um, the main part of it is, it's giving it away. Not just a big part. For me, it's the main part. So it's really lovely to be here. I would love to have just sat and not have to have shared, but now I can. <laughs> Thank you very much.